Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. Happy Halloween. Now, Mackie, I have yes. to ask a question now. Did you get a new clock? Because you're actually on time this week. Man, I went through the yeah. settings, right? And there was this button and it oh, said button. It said um automatically adjust clock. <laughs> yeah, so that's I, the cool button. So I click that and now it does it itself. Oh. How about what that? do you know? Imagine that. Mm. All right, everybody out there, we're gonna be on time from now on. I don't say that. Get their hopes up and shit. <laughs> we might be on time. We're gonna we're gonna try to be on time. You know, a bunch of stoners, what are you gonna do with us? Yes, man. Have you got a funny nice avatar this week, Marge? No, I don't. It's uh definitely an oversight on my part. Apologies to everyone who was looking forward to a Halloween themed avatar. Shocking. Shocking. I know. I know. I got some some crazy mushroom guy there. So just like yeah, a, a HD version of Mackie, look. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty creepy looking. I'm not gonna lie. It's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So Halloween's here, everybody. I uh, hope you're all enjoying the festivities. But it's not actually Halloween until tomorrow, unfortunately. But, you mm. know, we're doing a day early with some some ghost stories here, some scary things, and you know, we discuss which scary movies we like and things like that. But well, doesn't this so, make this like all? It's all Hallow's Eve then. Or well, Hallow's Eve Eve, right? Eve that was Eve? yesterday, wasn't it? No, because ha- Halloween Eve. is All Hallows Eve, right? Right, and All Hallows oh, Eve Eve would be Mischief Night, right? No, it's oh. a Mischief Night the day <laughs> after Halloween. No, it's the day before. I, well, that's what I always thought. That, that, that's the day. No, day after Halloween is All Saints Day. You're not supposed to do evil things on All Saints Day. Right, right. It, ain't it confusing? I feel like that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Have you not seen The Crow? You know? Of course I have. It's been so long, though. Yeah, I can't even remember what the fuck happened in that film. No, there was a bird in it, right? Yeah, I think there was a bird, a bird or two. A bird, it may be a bird or two. Bubble Hawk isn't here yet because we had the daylight saving times change in the UK and he must have got confused with the. Oh, here he is. Just as I said, I bet you on Instagram. I must have woke him up. Just as I said that, he arrives Uh as if he's listening to the show or something. Where is alarm clock this morning? Fashion would be good day, guys. Good morning. Did you bring the paper with you? Oh, mate, it it's been a weekend. Oh yeah, you had celebrated a weekend. You had a party to go to, didn't you? I've uh, I've I've had about sixteen hours of car travel, about an ounce of uh, flour, probably probably about that in rosin and way too many beers way way too many <laughs> sounds like a successful weekend in my book oh it was beautiful great 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 wedding yeah great place but i did get lost on a beach in queensland at 3 a.m yesterday so i'm uh damn I'm, I'm only i'm only just getting with it so but i'm here that's what matters that's what matters the most that's right just a few minutes late did you forget about daylight savings or something no, no. So I, um, I had a whole thing teed up for, uh, to, to cover work. And, uh, of course that fell through at about 11 o'clock last night on my way back from Queensland. So, um, I just had to go over and do a qu- couple of things at work quickly and then bounce back over here. So, Sweet. but I'm, but I'm, but I'm here, but if I do, if I do go silent for a bit, it's only cause I'm answering a work call. Cool. 
And did you get the three word story, the Halloween three word story lined up? I'm currently moving a few things to get that all written down so I don't have an aneurysm while I read it. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> so at some uh, point, we're going to have to like ban Billy Bonds from these kind of threads. Yeah. yeah. 90% of it's Billy Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Over sexualized and shit. You know how it rolls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the, even the first page, I'm reading through the first page, just shaking my head. I'm like, okay. All right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just how the story goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh look that yeah, the story I mean if anyone else can follow the story, good luck. I mean like all power to you. <laughs> Billy the bondage bonds. Yeah. <laughs> I like it backblast. So yeah, we've got quite a few people here in the chat. Shout out <clears throat> to everybody there. Hope you're all having a good Halloween. Make sure everybody's smoking something nice, man, you know, as you do. It is still Sunday. We're still expected to smoke. You know what I'm saying? Hit the like button. Yeah, thanks, show enough. Thank you. Thank you. Twice as many in chat as liked. So make sure you hit that like button for us. Uh, what else do we have? Lots of people in the chat. I would shout out to everybody, but I haven't written everybody's names down this week. It's a chilled one this week. A nice little Halloween party with high and homegrown. Love your mushroom, Mackie. Yeah, Marge, Marge mentioned it is uh, an avatar I used last year for Halloween. It's a good one. I like it. And, you know, we've got a nice little pumpkin, and it's all Halloween-y, as you can see on the screen. It's all very Halloween-y. So I hope you like the, the screens, everybody. It's very cool. Uh, and the pumpkin competition over at Percy's last day tomorrow to get your entries in. So if you have a pumpkin that you're going to be carving for Halloween, make sure you drop drop it in for the entries, man. That'd be cool to see some more entries. That's right. Now, please note on those entries, the deadline for entries is 8 p.m. UK time. Right, yeah. So everything's going to be adjusted to UK time, but that's the latest you can possibly get in. It's not eight o'clock your local time. It's eight o'clock UK time, eight p.m. Mm -hmm. so, like Mackie said, I'd love to see some more entries over there. This is a huge light, people. Come on now, who wants a light? Everybody's intimidated by the by the uh, standard that's already uh, been entered into that. Filmy Bowls did put up a high mark for the first one that was up there. That mm -hmm. was a beautiful job done. So yeah, I do it. I, I see that. Should have but... taken it down, man, and like reserved it. <laughs> You're just going to scare everybody. <laughs> I need to remind everybody that this is going to be judged by membership. So it's mm -hmm. not, this is not admin making a judgment here. So, hey, maybe you've got something that could please the crowd out there that might take a few votes. So, you know, play up to the crowd. Do you know who your voters are going to be? And uh, it's going to be the known users as well running the vote. It's not going to be for everybody. Yeah, this will be, you know, people who have been there around a while and that we've got to know a little bit. So, mm -hmm. you know, this is done just, just to keep any shenanigans out of play here. That's the way we know who's going to be voting and it's already been cleared for us. So it's all going to be good. It'll all be fair. We'll let everyone know what the results when it's posted. Mm -hmm. You know how we roll. We like to make sure everything is legit as fuck. Damn right, man. Because we don't want to be accused of that bad stuff. Every, I mean, other sites do that. We don't, we play fair. Mm-hmm. And we well, you kind of have to. The stakes are high. I mean, you yeah, can win yeah. a light. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to be a 700 pound light, huh, Mackie? 700 pound. Well, that's what it was before the pound crashed. It's probably about 1,200 pound now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this prize gets better and better the shitter and shitter the UK goes. So. Indeed. <laughs> you know, it's, and I'm there. I want to enter my pumpkin. I haven't had time to carve one yet. It's, it's oh man, I've been so fucking busy. I haven't had time to carve a pumpkin. You haven't carved a pumpkin yet. Yeah, man. Well, I've I've carved like practice ones, but 
It's the. I haven't even bought a pumpkin yet. <laughs> Twelve hundred pound, like shit, old, old fashioned coffee pot. Not them pounds, bro. <laughs> Every time you say that, that's what I think. I always automatically think seventy pounds as in weight and not currency. Well, yeah, yeah. We get that a lot when we do interviews uh, during the week, and, and Mackie says something about it. You know, so much pound this, and, and people go that you can hear them. Just, immediately get quiet going like what no, that's like fucking 650 kilos isn't it it's and so, so you have, you have <laughs> to pull them into the use of the two words here pound and pounds with the s on it or quid and i was like one, quid. one, one right. means money and one means weight <laughs> mm, i've got somebody's cbd creamy cheese here it's just fucking smells so delicious man so oily so good mm-hmm. loading this Thank up in the mighty need to press some Mm-mm. Make it into some rosin. I, got, I found my bubble hash that was hiding. Hey, you know, the other day. So that's what I'm on today. Is found it. Hash. You mean you lost it? You misplaced? I, I put it hash? away. And I didn't remember where oh. it away was. I remember Chilbert <laughs> saying, like, go ahead and age some of that. It's so much better when it's aged. So I said, okay, I'm going to put some away. You know? <laughs> and, and here it comes up, you know, it's like six, eight months out. Oh, that would be really good about now. I could not remember where it was. Mm-mm. we'll crack on with a story i think we'll do just one of these short stories that filmy balls sent in and he put some nice production value into this he's got background music and shit well not music sounds to make it extra halloweeny and i think uh we'll start for one of these is a nice way to start off the festivities that'll work yeah i think so so thanks to phil mm-hmm. for sending in some stories and shit it's very cool enjoy everybody we're back in about two minutes it's not a long one Many years back, when I was a kid, my friend and I rode our bikes everywhere. We had gotten into a routine to ride our bikes into Old Town, San Diego at night. We would smoke a joint, kick back, and chill. You see, Old Town, San Diego wasn't like it is today, 35, 40 years ago. And mostly everything would close down around 4 5, 6 p.m. You would hardly notice anyone walking around at night. Anyways, we would often find ourselves looking into a known haunted house called the Whaley House, just hoping to see something or whatever. For many weekends, nothing ever happened. Nothing ever scared us. Except for this one night, we stood in the back door looking into the kitchen area when we heard something on the other side of the door taunting us with tapping, scratching noises and something that closely resembled a marble rolling down the stairwell. Startled at first, we jumped back just to realize somebody was watching us. We got on our bikes and pedaled our asses home. Growing up, we seldom talked about it and often wondered, were we just too high at the time? But many years go by. I was driving my car, listening to a local DJ that was staying overnight with a Halloween contest winner in the exact same house. As they were talking live, they stopped suddenly and abruptly and were quiet. They said, Someone is in the room next to him, talking to the listeners on the radio 
they were saying that it was probably a fellow co-worker messing with them. They quickly realized that the whole house was locked from the inside. And now, what was ever making the chairs move and the noise was actually in the room with them. They quickly ran with a panic, stumbling over each other, trying to find their way out of the pitch black house. But as I was listening to the radio live, I realized that the noise was the exact same noise I heard that night with my friend. And we're back. That was scary. Scary. <laughs> that, that was super cool, man. I like the, the setting that he had there. He's got a good voice for it as well. Don't you think he tells the story really well, man? But uh, yeah, has anybody out there in the chat had any ghostly paranormal experiences like that? Would you just drop us in the chat, man? Drop a little story in the chat. We'll read it out on air so we can all get freaked out by your paranormal activities. But me personally, I've never had any kind of paranormal activity and shit like that. And anybody on the panel, uh, what are you saying? You, you no. got some scary story, Marge? No? No, not really. What about you, no, Bobo? Huh? You, you got some scary stories for us? Um... I, don't, I mean, I don't have a scary story to share other than an own experience I had where um, I was staying at a, a friend's house and he happened to be out in the bush and it was an old army um, barracks and it had been abandoned for a while, but it was used as a training barracks. And the story that I was told goes that there was a uh, dog handler out there, that um, one of the like, military dog handlers, and he'd um, he'd be up in the middle of the night going around, walking around, doing his, his guard work with the dogs. And um, one day he just disappeared, uh, dogs and all, gone. No one knew where he went. No one knew what he did. And, um, you know, so I'm out there, it's three in the morning, high as shit, just sort of middle of the bush in this old hut that was like a med bay. So it was an old med unit. And um, we're sitting there, you know, having a few beers, having a few smokes, all good. Everything's going well. And uh, everyone's like, oh, look, you know, down about time, we'll, we'll go and jump into bed. And so I lay down and no more than 30 minutes later, you can hear footsteps walking around the hut. And then I heard a whistle, like just a, a quiet whistle. Like, I don't, I don't know how quiet a whistle can be, but you know what I mean? Like enough that you can he just hear it. And so I'm freaking out. And then I thought, oh, no, maybe it's just someone, you know, out and about just walking his dog or whatever. You know, again, high as shit, completely forgot him in the middle of the bush, like 300, 400 kilometers from anywhere else. And yeah, got up in the morning and then got told that story. And um, I've never been back since. So chicken shit. What's wrong with you? Fuck that, bro. I, mean, I wouldn't be going back either. Fuck that. When you say a quiet well, whistle, it was like somebody whistling a tune or. No, like, you know, how, like, you know, the whole, like, come on, let's go sort of thing. Like, damn, if I would have fucking, fucking heard a dog whistle, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, boy. Oh, I'm not combining in now. But if I would have heard that shit, fuck me. I would probably shit in my pants, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I see again. I was off me face. No idea. Completely, you know, completely forgot about the story I'd been told an hour earlier. And then it wasn't until I woke up and said, "Oh, anyone here, old mate, walking around?" And like, mate, everyone was in bed. Damn. I'm like, nope. That's it. It's been a, it's been a lovely weekend, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gone and I'm not coming go, back. I ain't fucking with no ghost dogs, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Damn. Yeah, what about you, monkey? You got any scary stories? I can remember when I was uh, just a kid growing up. I had an uncle, 
I lived in an old part of town and he lived in an old wood frame three-story building. You know, one of these, one of these old houses, it was all weatherboard siding and stuff like that, needed paint, creaky old front porch. I mean, the whole works. And he lived alone. Uh, we used to go visit him every now and then. You know, we, we, my mom and dad knew that he was alone. So certain days of the week, we would go over there. And Uncle Benny always told us the same thing. It was a big old empty house. And we always loved to explore it. He would always say, you can go anywhere you want, but be careful about that lady up on the third floor. It's like, okay, you, you know, you know, you're going to tell some young boys, be careful about the lady on the third floor. Uncle sounds like a bit of a knob, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had a grow going up on there, and he didn't want you to go and check him. <laughs> no, man. So we, we would always, we'd start exploring the house, and it was all kind of neat little nooks and crannies in the house to go into, and he had a lot of antique things like that. And, of course, you've got to sneak up to the third floor and take a peek. And we would sneak up to the third floor and just peek up over the stairs to where you could barely see. And there was one room on the third floor that had a light in it. And you could see there was a light and a rocking chair in there. And that was what looked like there was a dress and maybe a shoe or a foot. And we just knew that late that there was a murderer in that back room right there. And there's just no way in the world. He was like, Uncle Benny said, watch out for the lady up there. Is that her? Yeah, don't let her see you. I swear, every time we went there, nobody <laughs> ever got the nerve to go up there and actually look at what was up there. He had us so scared, but it was so much fun. You know how that goes when you're young. Mm-hmm. Believe in yeah, all so sorts of shit, yeah. That, that's a nope from me, monkey. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> still, I mean, it's enough to scare me. The whole, I mean, you're talking about the whole third floor is pitch dark, except for one room with light coming. It looked just like you see in the horror movies. It was perfect. Yeah, nah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't be. If I'm walking up the stairs, there's a rocking chair. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, the only thing. Eight-year-old boy. That, uh-oh, you know what that means? Record. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 420, everybody. Smoke. Just 420, everyone. Smoke. Let's smoke up. Speaking of rocking chairs, there is a, a short story here as well, which I found on the interwebs. It's a, just a series of short stories. Just They're not very long, only like 30 seconds long. But uh, it, it, this one involves um, a rocking chair, and rocking chairs are already like always like spooky, right? It, they're always in a spooky setting where the rocking chair moves by itself. But it's because it's a fucking chair that rocks, and the slightest breeze that'll do it. You know, everybody thinks <laughs> ready sure? to ghost. It's ghost it's always rocking the chair. It's yeah. always a small child's cheeky giggle and a rocking chair they're the, they're the two they're <laughs> yes. always somewhere in that story mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. always oh yeah you know ch- ch- children laughing you know i freak you out you know like in the, in the blair witch project where the tent's shaking and you hear the kids laughing outside that shit freaked me out man what yeah no nah, bro straight <laughs> you know, straight on the note kids laughing and shit <laughs> no way man fuck no, that I'm shit the- I've been a scoutmaster too many times, and I've had my tent shook in the middle of the night with kids laughing. That wouldn't freak me out. That's just oh nothing scout outing on a regular Sunday. I'll afternoon. be reaching for my Glock, man. <laughs> 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 Fucking your ghost kids now, you little bastards. <laughs> the Mackie does not get invited for the following year. Yeah, yeah, that's why. But I don't even believe in that shit anyway. Just I'm skeptical as fuck, man. I'd be like, why are the kids messing around? Even if it was ghosts, ghost kids shaking the tent, I'd be out the tent like, what are you doing, you little bastards? And then there's nothing there. Then I'd be shitting myself. But yeah, I'm I'm quite uh, skeptical when it comes to this kind of shit. But my mother, she is so shocking. She believes anything's a ghost. The wind blows a little bit too hard and closes <laughs> the fucking door. She's like, oh, oh my God, I saw something. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we'll, we'll, uh, I'll quickly read out this story called The Chair. Nice. Yeah, scary, right? When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up on, on, and on our nightstands we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishing was an antique wooden chair, which was kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing games, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd managed to pull it all the way to the centre of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old, old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisonous milk before bed. She then hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old yeah. wooden chair placed Yo. exactly in the centre of the room. What oh the fuck, God. bro? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> no, I'd be moving right away. You know, damn, I'll be, I'll be going back and burning the house down for the benefit of anybody else. <laughs> damn. Yeah. So do you or do you guys remember that movie with Nicole Kidman? And it was others <clears throat> very very yeah the others or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, spoiler that, alerts for a twenty year old movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that movie, man, as a youngin, nah, that ruined me. Because I'm like watching it and I'm going, Oh yeah, you know, the, you know, and then when it flipped it on its head and then you realize like she's like killed herself and the kids, I'm like, oh no. That's hmm. almost as bad as the dog that always dies in a movie, you know. Like there's always that one. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah. So and spoiler still... alerts there, everybody. But you, you should have seen it already. I remember I watching that film ones. in the cinema when it first came out. Man, I had no idea until the end came. I was like, oh, what a twist! But nowadays, <laughs> you know, when you've seen the amount of films that we've seen at our age, you you kind of see all of these twists coming. You know, you you, yeah. you expect this shit, but. You know, back then when the Sixth Sense came out, remember Sixth Sense? Oh yeah, and, and Dude, definitely. I that see one. dead people. Yeah, yeah. classic. You didn't Loved expect it. that until the end. So, oh my god, how did I not see? But all this shit's obvious now. Films, yeah, great have fucking you, have films. Have you seen, man. seen the Hills Have Eyes? We, yeah, the old version or the new version, both were pretty savage, but the old version was oh, fucked. Just brutal. Yeah, brutal films. <laughs> I can't do movies like that. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't that. enjoy them either, usually. No. Yeah, that's a fucked up movie. What other Halloween movies have we seen that completely freak us out, man? My missus oh, yeah. cannot, cannot even sit, even think about sitting through it. Right. Oh yeah. That one, that one doesn't bother me at all, but it freaks her out. I mean, even the thought of that red balloon, she's freaking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Down here we all float. You know. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie, man. Good book too. What else is that? I mean, there's so many good fucking horror films out there. Uh, but, the Ring. The Ring. Yeah, The Ring. You know, yeah. but is that the one? That's where she's climbing out the TV, right? 
Yeah, or yeah, yeah coming up the well and out the dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, mm-hmm. oh, well, when I first watched that, I was actually watching it with my stepdad, and we're just sitting there and watching it. And we were like the only ones home. Everyone had gone out on a holiday or something, and watching it, and thinking, oh yeah, you know, not bad. And then um, the movie finishes, and you know, it goes white and goes to that, um, like. Uh, you know, like the old school CRTs when like, the mm-hmm. transmission would stop and the just static. be white noise. Yeah, yeah. The static. So I just went to that and like, no bullshit, more than like maybe 10 seconds later, phone rings. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that, bro. That's you. <laughs> I'm not answering that shit. <laughs> After what we just watched, that's all you. Right. Well, what about some of the classics like Poltergeist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking classics, man. And Amityville Horror. Uh, that that oh movie, uh, when I first seen the Amityville movie when I was a kid, it scared the oh. fucking shit out of me. And it will the and first it, time you see it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, like a few months ago, because we have 80s movie night in my house where we go mm-hmm. back and watch these old school movies. It's like the kids are old enough to watch Amityville now, right? So then we're watching it and it was shit. It wasn't mm-hmm. even scary. Compared, well, compared <laughs> to the effects that they do nowadays, is the deal. I mean? you know, everything like, looks so more realistic now. The scariest film in the scariest bit of that film was where the flies are flying around and they're trying to get the priest and shit. Uh-huh. And then the thing screams, Get out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, terrified. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> the, original the original fly, fly. yeah. Fucking what a movie with Jeff Goldblum, man. That was that was a good one. Yeah, that's a good film. That was damn. I ain't seen that for ages. I'd like to go back and check that. And then Margon says there, I am listening to this in a 200-year-old pub next to the farm <laughs> the same age, all alone upstairs. There's something behind you, Namargon. There's something behind you, bro. What's that you sound? You hear that creaking in the background? That mm-hmm. creaking? Ooh. That's Billy Barnes. <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> Terrifying. sneaking up behind me. Oh you know my what I'm God. saying? <laughs> Cube, nice one, Woody. That's a. Yeah, that's a I like one, all man. three of the Cube movies, man. But the mm-hmm. first one, the first one that came out, yeah, that was just scary as heck. You know, all these people. The way, uh, spoiler alert, the way people die in that movie are just so gruesome. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was like yeah. one of the first ones that really freaked me out. Yes, you know what else was good with those? Like the like, see, because you kind of get a a bit of a mix. Like you've got your your ghost story ones that are always a little bit, you know, like the the ghost movies and that where it's all poltergeist and supernatural stuff. And then you get the ones that are just proper slasher films. And they had that one that came out a while. Like there, well, there was two, they both sort of came out around about the same time. And you had ghost ship where the, yeah. Right. So you had that, but then you also, had, I've been afraid um, of dancing ever since. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was, I don't know if it was 13 ghosts or if it was there. I think it was 13 ghosts and it's like, they get locked in the, in the house. Yeah. In, like in the glass house. Different, yeah. Yeah. And then the, with the horse where the, the sheets come down and then slowly retract and it's like segmented this horse across the thing, man, nightmares, nightmares about <laughs> that shit for years. Sounds like the trauma is still getting to you, bro. Oh, daily. Oh, you know, it's one of those ones you wake up and you just think about that poor horse. And you're like, oh. uh, <laughs> what about you, Marge? What are you thinking about? What's your favorite horror movies? I have to admit, I don't watch a lot of horror movies because I find them extremely disturbing, especially the slasher flicks where it's like all a lot of blood and gore. Mm-hmm. I just can't mm-hmm. do them anymore. So I haven't seen Ghost Ship and I haven't seen a lot of these other ones. Oh, you got a lot of catching up to do. 
I don't think I do. No. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I don't think you. I do. <laughs> Although I do recall really liking the people under the stairs. Shit, uh, yeah. I'm fucking yeah. yeah. I've seen that one. Is that where they're like living in the walls and shit? Yeah, and I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. I do remember liking it, but I, people were living under their stairs and it was super creepy. Yeah, it was a classic, <laughs> and it's an old one. I remember I remember seeing yeah, it. it but older. It's been so yeah. long, but I don't remember exactly what happens in it. But I know if I watch it, I'll be like, oh, fucking hell, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I could probably revisit that or like the original Pet Cemetery. <laughs> no, that was fucked up. Uh -huh. I, I think of Pet Cemetery yeah. 2 because one of them was like really fucking bad, where, where the kid gets hit by the truck. That one was that Pet Cemetery too. I don't know. That was fucked up so, shit, man. What about Stephen King horror, March? It's not like so, so much gory or, or, or strange. Yeah, you know? yeah, I would like, like some of those for sure. Like Christine or The Stand or classic you know, kind of classic yeah. movie. Yeah. The Stand wasn't. Oh, The Stand is a horror. That's a, the virus it's, book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of the World. Yeah. I mean, I can handle Whoops. a little bit, but like I watched um, Once Upon a Time, House of a Thousand Corpses, for instance, and I don't think I'm going to go back there again. <laughs> you know? The original <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Remember those? Freddy mm -hmm. Krueger Yes, that gave shit. me nightmares. Mm -hmm. I went to like a sleepover with some friends, like, <laughs> little kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, I know because looking back, it's just a cheesy movie now, but like at the time it was a sleepover. I probably wasn't supposed to be watching horror movies. And then the next night I had the worst nightmares. And I don't think I've ever forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> I can specifically annoying. remember my daughter growing up hated all those type of movies. You know, anything with that level of violence would just, nope, not doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Freddy Krueger was hardcore man, blood all over the place in those movies. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Although having said that, you know I can handle a little Quentin Tarantino well, more. Mm. What about what about Jason? Come on, that's a pretty bad villain yeah, too. Yeah, I watched mm -hmm. some of those too. Oh geez. Yeah. Classics, man. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. Now they make them. Right. Eat, they make them even bloodier now. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Just has to be. Now, now we're into Saw and things like this. Oh yeah, you know? Saw was some good shit. Yeah, yeah not, not for me. Nah, I've never I'm not, seen the Saw movie. I just can't do it. Really, you've never seen the sort? You know, the the worst one in those sort. I can't remember what number it was, but it was where where the girl has to jump into the pit of needles. Oh, pit God. of used needles. I'm like, no, oh, no. That's why I don't watch it. It's so like I, you know, I can. It's far fetched. Way the, way crazy. Yeah, I can take yeah. the whole. You know, you've got it. You pound of flesh, and you know they're gonna cut something off to put it into i think i can deal with that but yeah that the thought of falling into a pit of those high those hypodermics and that nah no thanks that's yeah, that's the exactly. that's not i was at a friend's house one time and they put on a saw movie and i think i got like 15 minutes in i'm like you know what fuck this i'm out of here yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't blame you actually i don't i think i would probably walk up at it through it again uh, yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't go through some of them again. Like once was enough, and I'm like, "Yep, I've, I've watched it. It's all good." Or like how, how can I? And how come I could enjoy Squid Games, but I didn't like Saw? Right, because hmm. oh, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Saw was a bit too graphic. I think because Squid Game, you're playing for money. In Saw, you're playing for your life, and you have to kill somebody else to get out Ooh. of it. And it's particularly gory too. Like yeah. Squid Games had blood and stuff, but oh. it, it wasn't the focus of it, really. Yeah. yeah. I've got yeah. a good one. The original Night of the Living Dead. Remember yes. that? Yeah. They're coming yeah. to get yeah. you, Barbara. 
fuck. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's such a crudely made film, but yeah, it really could scare you a little bit there. And you know? they remade it like back in the eighties, early nineties, and it's like, like the original better. scene for scene, man. They they made that fucking like exactly the same. It was real good. They did a good good uh, copy of it. But that was some good TV, wasn't it? Back in the day, mm-hmm. where the slow zombies just all gather up and try to smash for a house. That, that, that was good yeah. times. And then 28 Days Later came out, where they yeah. started to get fast, didn't they, with the rage virus? Yeah. yeah. See, the fast zombies, like, you never know what you're going to get, are you? It's like, you know, what's that other one? Uh, Zombieland. You ever watch mm-hmm. Zombieland? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, they have different levels. They got like the homers, which are like the real dumb ones, they're like super slow wandering around, you know. And then you got like the the smart ones and the ninjas and stuff like that. Nah. See, I oh, just just give me one version of a zombie man. I don't need eight different. I don't need to be working out eight different ways to run away from them. I just mm-hmm. I just want to be able to know I've got to run, or I can do like a fast paced walk and I'm okay. You know, either either way. Snafu Bar said a good one there. The birds. Remember the birds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, the missus actually said that that was that was one that scared her to death. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, my granddad was afraid of birds because of that movie, and that was a man who had been through World War Two. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's saying a lot. That's some fucked up shit right there. And he it told is. you stories about him being in the war and shit, and some of the things he'd done to be freaked out by a movie like that. That's a that's a hardcore movie. That is, but. You know, they made them different back then. It was more Hitchcock suspense. Was a master. Yeah, man. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. If, look at if the set was pretty minimal. You know, compared to what they do nowadays, it was such a basic film. But man, the plot was there. Such a good thing. The we re- still watch a lot of the old Hitchcock stuff. It's so, mm-hmm. it's still so good. It, it stands the test of time. But that black and white movie shit. You know, like the old like uh, Sandgrove just said here, the original Twilight Zone series. Mm-hmm. epicness man because the story had to be good because if it wasn't good people weren't going to sit there and watch it nowadays the story don't matter too much because they've got all this cgi all this quality mm-hmm. makeup and they can make it like people have been chopped in half and dragging themselves across the floor and shit so they can just forget about the storyline and just spam you with good cgi and makeup but mm-hmm. the story had to be good back in the day that's why they're the best man when you go back and watch them 1950s kind of TV shows, black and white. American Terrible acting. London. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first ones to actually try and show, you know, like the, the slashed open neck wound and things like that with the, all the rubber appendages and stuff. What about out throats and all? What about the uh, the original music video to Thriller? Remember that shit? Yep. <laughs> yep. Everybody start, let's do it. <laughs> this is where we break into dance in the background, you know. <laughs> We're doing it. Everybody just imagine. Here it is. That's some Ready iconic go. shit right there, man. Iconic shit. Yeah. Um so we should tell another story or something. Does anybody want to jump in and do that? You you got um, a um, you, were you saying bubble, are you ready? I'm getting close. I'm getting, getting close. close. I'll let you know. Yep. That's a task and a half, that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Billy, mate. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> some, of this, some of this stuff, I'm going to be cancelled before I even get through the bloody thing. So, <laughs> Dad said there, I just showed my nine-year-old daughter the thrill, thriller video. So 
I ain't showed my kids that yet, but what was the reaction like? Because kids don't really, I mean, they, they get good shit all the time, just like at their fingertips. They can watch all of the shit that they like, the best videos. It's, back in the day, we didn't have good TV very much, not in the same way as Thriller. So when that came out, everybody was like, no way. You know, real production value gone into that. Oh, look at that from Backblast, the movie Arachnophobia. Yeah, I remember it. I never watched. You, and, uh, do you have arachnophobia, watch? I did not watch it, no, and I don't regret it at all. Yeah, are you scared yeah. of spiders? Uh, kind of. I mean, those are really big spiders in that movie, and I'm also the resident spider killer in my house. No, so. but there wasn't big spiders. That's the thing. Pretty big spiders. No, no, they, no, they that, were small, normal spiders, man. But but there were millions of them going to be hatched at one time. Okay, so oh one God. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay, That's just a, a typical Thursday after a heavy rain here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Filmed on location down in Australia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's always the small ones you got to watch. The big ones generally. Well, one, you can see them, but two, they're not as venomous. Fucking, you um, can't just see them. You can hear them coming, man. Massive fucking legs on yeah. them and shit. Oh, it's like they're wearing <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> If it sounds yeah, if it sounds like um like eight women in stilettos, you know. You know. <laughs> oh, even if it sounds like Earth. fucking four of them, then it's some other kind of deadly creature that's coming to kill you. <laughs> Shit, it's a coyote. <laughs> you know, it's coming it's, to take my baby. <laughs> that's a dingo. Totally oh, different. Shit. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a dingo took my baby, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Right. Coyotes, we can. I mean, I literally have coyotes in my own backyard. That's no big deal, man. Coyotes. They don't want nothing to do with you. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna come after a person. Not where no, I ding, am. Dingoes, d- dingoes will and have been known um, to to gang up on people, um, yeah. and they'll test them. So there's like a lot of signs up that say when you when you're down here, if you're going out on an island or on one of the beaches that they're known to be out there, and you're fishing and stuff like that. If one comes up, and it'll like it'll do the whole friendly dog thing, and if it's rolling around and doing that. It's testing you. It's not, oh, yeah, you're so cute. It's testing to see whether you're a threat and whether it can take you alone or it needs the pack. So if that prick then stands up and starts howling and making chop noises and that, pack your shit and leave. Because there has been plenty of people that have had, yeah, they've been down there and then had to fight off a pack of dingoes. And when they're they're like, you know, good sight. That's what a dingo looks like too, and they're pretty cute. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but they're about, you know, they're about the size of a Kelpie. So, you know, and some of them are bigger than. Mai just unzips the tent and be like, oh, look, it's a, a little doggy come to see us. He's doggy as a friend and 10 other doggies like him and 25 more like that. Oh, look, right. It's the neighbors. You know, <laughs> they all love me so much. Why are they starling now? Oh, my God. Right. Well, they're oh, smiling God. at us. Look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smiling at us. Yeah, animals dangerous, man. Damn nature, you scary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what movie? Uh, we should, what was that in the, the one with the cornfields and the aliens with Mel Gibson, right? That was Signs. Yeah, Signs. Oh, Signs, yeah. Yeah, yeah M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. M. Night has got some, I mean, he can really put, put you out. He's almost Hitchcock in a way because you're really not expecting where he's coming from. And it was like, dude, that fucking. That one scene, you all know the scene with the with the CCTV in the birthday party, looking out the window, and then the alien yeah. walks across, and it's like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, to make something so simple so creepy, that's mm-hmm. that's skill. Mm-hmm. Man, awesome. Wow. Canadian geese are vicious creatures. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastards. They can be vicious, yeah. Now, if you're only, only dealing with one or two of them at a time, I learned as, as a child, I mean, you used to run from them and those suckers will catch you no matter what you're doing. They will pinch you right on the tail. No problem. Right. <laughs> but yeah, stand up to them and just open hand, slap them on the side of the head. One time, all you could do is make contact. They shake their head like, I'm done. Oh, really? What's and this? They, yeah. They off? You're now a threat to them. They realize, okay, this if I, you know, it's going to hurt me to go after you, so I'll leave you alone. Oh. Interesting. Hold on. What are you what are you slapping? What's I missed slap that. the goose on the side, slap the duck or the goose on the side of the head. Don't oh, do it very you don't, have to, you don't have to do it too hard. You kill the damn animal. So don't swat them like a baseball bat. Make <laughs> yeah. make good enough contact to let them know you that you mean business and they just turn around and walk away. You do that with kangaroos here. Karate, too, chop right? them in the so... neck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, can kangaroos you know we're going to kick because they'll lean back on their tail and they use their yeah. tail as like a, a pivot point and they got as soon claws, as they go right? back on that tail yeah mm. big big toenails Ugh. so as they go back on that tail as they're leaning back just give them a solid slap across the chops it will just walk away stro- it'll go ass over and then take off so yeah but don't shirt front it if you shirt front it that's you, you you're gonna kick the shit out of you like just <laughs> one good slap and then put the pace on because they're quicker than you. I'll kick it in his fucking pouch, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's shirt fronting, bro. It's yeah. <laughs> it's gonna kick you back, and you won't enjoy it. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, they they look a lot more vicious than what they actually are, man. They are definitely more vicious than what they look, aren't they? They look yeah, really, well, really nice and cuddly. On but the look cartoons. at this big rabbit. Look at it. Yeah, I saw yeah, yeah, Bugs yeah. Bugs Bunny. It's always on Bugs Bunny with the big mouse. Yeah, yeah, Billy you know, had a good question here yeah. as well. You'll catch that question in chat. Blair Witch, scary or just shite? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, man? I couldn't get I past know. the it way was... it was filmed. It, it, it gave me motion sickness just to watch it. Really? It. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Although I think at the time of its release, I did find it pretty creepy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that we used to make the, the, the little stick man figure and hang it in the woods on Cub Scout campouts. And we had a lot of fun with that after Blair, which was released. But <laughs> well, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we keep the woods, That's the kids great. from leaving the tent at night, put it that way. <laughs> what are you saying, Ball? What do you think of the Blair Witch? Yeah, look, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, not too bad. But then it, it was the whole... Like, I don't like the way it's filmed either. It's one of those yeah. ones where it's like all on that little video camera. And like, I know it was on a budget and it was good for what it was. Um, but then the way it, it, the way it ended, I'm like, nah, that was shit. I did like the Blair Witch. And, it, and it's one of the, the few uh, scary movies that would freak me out today when I watched it. Because I watched it again. And, you know, just that, that end scene where the bitch running through the house and she's screaming, Josh! Josh, where, where you got Josh? You know, you fucking freaked out like that. And then she gets down to the the spoiler alert, anybody, but you should all have seen the Blair Witch. But you know, she gets down to the bottom floor and gets knocked out or whatever. The camera just drops on the ground. It's like, damn, that, that it's the unknown, the never seeing the actual, mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. what caused it, what actually fucking happened there. That well, freaked me out, man. That freaked me a out. A movie filmed similarly to that, Cloverfield. 
What about that? Oh, one? with with the yeah. with the big dragon dinosaur thing. Yeah, I love that film, man. Yeah, because oh, you really didn't you didn't see anything until the very very end, and it was mm. just like the legs as it's going by. No, you did see. He walked past like the Empire State Building at some point. There is a, a brief shot, where... but never like a really crystal clear shot of what you're dealing with. Mm. Just kind of mm. almost <laughs> silhouette-y kind of monster looking big thing. That was but, so cool, um, man. That's that Cloverfield movie. That's a series. There's like, actually a few more movies. Um, Oh, mate, the one that's got John Goodman in it. This is the Cloverfield Paradox, one of them, right? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, so the one is good. I remember that. We watched that one, the Paradox one, yeah. The one one I'm talking about is it's like a, I can't remember exactly. It's like street, it's like a a street 47 or whatever, Cloverfield Lane or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like the, the recluse down in the bunker. And he's got some random girl down there, and it, oh, you that that was better than yep. all the rest okay. out of all of them. That was my favorite. No spoiler alerts, thanks. I'll go check them out. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, like that, that one. Movie. That was like really that good. It was a really good twist yeah. in the end on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. And that's what you really want out of a good horror movie, in my opinion. It's some kind of a twist in the end. They're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Are they made yeah. by J.J. Abrahams as well? I think I think it is. I think it's a, but it's it's supposed to be part of the whole cloverfield thing because cool. it it's like some of the some of what's happened in the other movies relates and like comes into play in the in the movie itself so i'll find out i'll find out exactly what it was and i'll i'll shoot you a message for it but yeah there's like three or four of them in the whole the whole set and they came out over a couple of years mm-hmm. nice but yeah it was really good it was, it's probably one of my favorites i've seen in a while like that that was that real sort of um it's almost like a thriller. You'd call it a thriller more than a, a scare thing. Yeah, but um, but yeah, the twist. That. I mean, I watched it, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. It can't be too scary <laughs> then. March turns them up in 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's more one of those ones that like it's like a psychological thriller sort of thing. Um, and then when, but it's it's still like, it's still pretty fucked up. Like it's one of the, you know what I mean? Like there's just, and it's, it's one of those ones that's like, Everything seems pretty mundane and then shit hits the fan. So I -hmm. like those ones where everything's all good, you know, or it seems okay, but it's a little bit odd, you know, a little bit weird. And then you're like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And then just goes, yeah, sideways from there. I like those movies. Just in case you didn't know, I'm a weird person. (laughs) Yeah, man. I just don't watch many horror movies anymore because they, they really just don't freak me out at all. Uh, but the missus, you know, Mrs. M, uh, she, she gets scared, I so I have to watch them with her sometimes. What about Room 1408? What's that? Oh, one? yeah. I don't know that If one. you haven't seen it, it's one that you need to watch. Room 1408. Yeah. Well, Unbelievable. That's a movie. Okay. Oh, it, it, I mean, it'll just, it'll wrap you up one side and down the other, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to check that out then. Yeah. A few recommendations here that I haven't seen. The Lost Boys, mm-hmm. enough said from Billy Bonds. Yeah. Okay, room fourteen oh eight. The thing yeah, is, as well, you know, get used to get high a lot and just watch watch these horror movies and shit. So I, I might have already seen it. Don't know. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this, Phil. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah. usually uh shit that happens to me. Yeah. It, another one that's right there. Get out. Yeah, yeah, seen that one. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, one. that's yeah. That that's one Margie probably appreciate i i didn't mind that one too bad either because it's it's just not that gory you know it's just yeah like... it's creepy it's super creepy 
but but it's yeah but it's like yeah. blood and guts creepy yeah wolf creek mackie is a uh... wolf creek here we yeah. go is that a good one yeah, want to come? Want to come for a walk in the bush with me, Mackie? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the. I don't know, man. When you wise. keep mentioning this bush, you just reminded me of my mother-in-law. You know. Yeah. <laughs> want to go walk through this bush? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not not uh, well. I mean, you probably need a, you know you need a weed whacker for both. But yeah. I mean, this is one of those. You got to be careful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to your mother-in-law. Oh, no, don't apologize. <laughs> yeah, Atomic Spoon is bringing up Human Centipede. I don't know if that's a horror movie oh. or just kind of like just beyond gross. Yeah, someone else mentioned that one earlier, and that is yeah. definitely a movie I've skipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. skip past that one. Yeah. No, I've seen I, it. And one yeah. and two yeah. and three as well. No. Uh, I, had, I had teenagers that wanted to see it, so I had to actually, you know, fast screen it. And it's like, no, 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 you don't need to see this. It's, it's really not quality film. Yeah. Let me check it first. That's what I do, man. Well, I definitely like... had to do this on Human Centipede. What the hell? It's like, okay, you know, it's like, look. what even was the point in that film? It was just because of the it's just to scare you. gore, isn't it? That's all. Yeah, that's all it was. See, whenever there's movies like that, I'm always like, who fucking thought this shit up? Like, you know, yeah. you. <laughs> you'd sit in there one day and go, you know what? It'd be a great movie. And, <laughs> and you write that. Like, come on. You know. What kind of weed are they smoking, man? Yeah. Well, they're on like that bat weed. The executives, too. You know, the, like, hey, no such thing as a bad me. idea. Let's hear what you've got. <laughs> not only, Let's sum some people together and make a movie about it. Yeah, but that's a point that, that Marge just made. Not only did somebody sit down and think, oh, this is a great movie, I'll write it. Somebody went, oh, yeah, people will watch that. You know, like someone had to approve that to be massive. Somebody funded it. Somebody. Yeah. Had it. <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. It's crazy. And the script, you know, all these people, who, the actors that received the script at home, be like, "Ruth, this, see if you want to be in this film." Yeah. And then they sewed his <laughs> face to her ass. <laughs> okay. And they're like, "This is it. This is my moment." You know, <laughs> look at me, oh, Mom. I'm on the telly. <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. God damn. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah. No, what's your daughter up to, man? Oh, she's not in a movie. She's a movie. Yeah, which one? It's called Human Centipede, man. Watch it with the family. That's <laughs> no, definitely PG. You're fine. Damn. Yeah, the PG version. It just would that be even worse though? Imagine they made a PG version of it. You don't see them actually. You know, putting face on arse and nothing, but they leave it up to your imagination. Would that be, worse? be worse? You know what I mean? Damn. Tremors, man. Tremors. Remember? Oh, remember, oh, yeah. remember Tremors? Classics. Fucking hell. That's yeah. a good I mean, it's a comedy classic, though, sort of, you know? It's not yeah, so yeah. much horror. Mm -hmm. It's like crazy. What are we going to call it? What would they call them? Um, come on, Tremors. What's the bug? What do they call the, the critters? I don't know. Uh, uh, Somebody's going to yeah, know that in somebody, chat. Somebody knows it in chat. It's it's brain sludge. I've been smoking too much. <laughs> Something noids. Graboids. Graboids. That's right. it. Oh, nice. Graboids. <laughs> they call them the Graboids. Yeah. What a name. Graboids. Uh, and of course, they had, you know, the, the, the classic American there with, with his bunker underground and all his, all his armory and stuff down there. Shoot, shoot the graboids with it's good propaganda i'm telling you yeah you know, get seen around the world and they're like i'm gonna go try and invade america okay <laughs> <laughs> everybody's got a in their basement down there man 
It was just a hundred thousand rednecks with like armored bunkers. Like, no, not going there. Not doing this. Uh, there are a few of those down there. The Shining, yes, good movie. Uh huh. Here's a Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, Misery's another one. Oh fuck yeah, yeah that's a good that one. Was also good. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> a real life shit. of the corn and the Tommyknockers yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. Man, yeah. Yeah. See, I like the ones that's like you know. It's it's a plausible storyline, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, you can throw some mm-hmm. supernatural stuff in there, but the the creepy ones that make you think and are like, yeah, that could that could possibly happen, you know, like, it, or may have happened. To Silence of the, the past, Lambs, you know? man, isn't it? It's like one of the biggest yeah. horrors of all time. People, everybody knows yeah, who Hannibal Lecter is, and yeah. that's that's just all crazy people. It rubs the lotion oh. on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Just lowering the little basket down yeah. while he's kissing his little fluff puff. <laughs> God damn. That's some crazy yeah. ass motherfucker, man. Good shit. Anyway, should we, Monkey, you want to tell your story? Well, I, I, I can do that. Um, now, my story is uh, it's adapted from something else and uh, hope, hope everybody enjoys it, but I'm not going to read it because uh, Marge had mentioned earlier that she kind of misses reading stories since she doesn't have any kids at home. So I said, hey, Marge, you feel like reading the story? She said, sure, get, send it to me. And I did, and she's looked it over, and she's, she's offered to read it, and I think it's going to be presented better. I'm not the best reader sometimes, and I think she can do better. So Marge, if you don't mind. No, not at all. I am happy to read this out. So gather round, children. <laughs> Gather around the rocking chair. Yes, yes. Milk and cookies, milk and cookies. (laughs) So this story is called The Vaporizer. All right. He had been waiting for it. It was supposed to be here today, but it's already past 5 p.m. and nothing, not even a notification or anything. He shook his head with disappointment as tomorrow was Halloween and that new volcano was sure to be the hit of the Halloween party tomorrow. Just when Monty was about to give up hope, the FedEx van turned into the driveway. The driver was running late, but hadn't forgotten us after all. Excitement bubbled up inside him. It was going to be a good Halloween. Monty hurriedly put his work away and retrieved the package from the delivery man. It looked ordinary, just a brown cube-shaped cardboard box, about 12 inches square with a small yellow sticker, but he knew that this was the box he'd been waiting for. Quickly, Monty took the package inside, retrieved a knife to open it, and sat down, giddy with excitement. The brown box was sealed with a single strip of tape, and a plastic pouch that contained shipping information was empty. Probably something for customs, but who cares? It's actually here, Monty thought. Opening the pocket knife, he sliced through the thin tape easily and opened the flaps of the carton to reveal the contents. Inside the brown carton was another box, slightly smaller, mostly black with some pictures and writing. Yes, Monty exclaimed. The new volcano hybrid had just arrived in time. The black box was carefully lifted out of the brown box and set aside as the brown box was no longer needed. Monty set the beautiful black box on the table and looked at it for a minute. Everything looked perfect, but the real test would be what inside the box. After all, After all, this came all the way from Eastern Europe. I hope they packed it well. Monty opened the black box and saw the parts and papers. Orange plastic things, black plastic things, bags, a manual. Yep, it looks like it's all here, he thought. Slowly and carefully, the cardboard tray containing all the pieces was lifted from the box and set aside. 
Next was a layer of styrofoam packing, nothing unusual, just white foam that he's seen for decades. Monty found, finds an edge and wiggles the packaging out of the box and sets it aside with the other things. Now he can see it, jet black and beautiful. The brand new volcano was his, was his at last. Giddy and almost trembling with anticipation, Monty reaches down into the carton and lifts the amazing black cone shape from its box, thinking, let's give, give this thing a test run. After all, I need to be sure that it works before the party tomorrow. Suddenly, he shook his head as if, as if he felt a tiny bit odd. Oh, it's no big deal. It's been a long day, he thought. That first hit is going to be amazing. Still a little dazed feeling, he noticed he was now trying to push the hose into the base, but something wasn't quite fitting. What could be wrong? Setting everything else down, Monty grabs the instructions and starts looking for the English version. In a crazed instant, Monty throws the book down and begins a loud, maniacal laugh. What Monty hadn't realized was that it was mischief night, and this was by no means an ordinary black vaporizer. This vape was the home of a mischievous demon that could only emerge at dusk on this night to make some mischief for its owner, and as it happened, the sun was now setting on October 30th. Monty was possessed. In the next room, startled by the sudden outburst of laughter, Monty's wife, Marie, rushed into the room. What's so funny, she asked. It's the vape, it's the vape, Monty chuckles. This thing, it's amazing, it's hilarious. But the vape was just sitting there on the table, still in pieces, and Marie didn't understand. Monty's laughter grew louder and stronger. Marie got scared and grabbed Monty's hand. What's happened, she asked. Are you all right? At that moment, the demon Lucy sensed an opportunity. Lucy had heard that she could share herself with many if she acted fast, and she had only left the volcano seconds ago, so this could be her chance, maybe a two-for-one night, extremely rare, so she had to try. Lucy surged her energy towards Marie's hands, and almost immediately, a small part of Lucy also entered Marie, Almost on cue, Marie joined the chorus of laughter that was sweeping through Monty. Monty and Marie are now both possessed with the spirit of Lucy, a fun-loving, mischievous one from a different dimension, and tonight is Mischief Night. Being free for the first time in a long time, all Lucy wants, wants is to be happy and to laugh for a while, and now she can laugh twice as much with two bodies and laugh she does. For the next half hour, Lucy had Monty and Marie laughing at everything. Shoes, doors, phones, each other. She needed a good laugh, and this felt like heaven to this demon. She had never felt this much euphoria before, and it was overwhelming. Overwhelming to the point of changing something. Maybe this mischief night, she would prefer chuckles to screams. They just felt so much better. But can this last, she thought? The decision was made. Let's have a laugh and see what happens tonight. With two minds searching for interesting things to do, there was no shortage of ideas. What Lucy didn't think of is that when you have two minds thinking, they don't always agree. She hadn't thought of that when she split herself. Monty wanted to relax and laugh while Marie wanted to look at the moon. Lucy made sure that both were equally hilarious. As the evening progressed, Monty and Marie were guided through seemingly normal activities, cooking, eating, showering, even just sitting made Lucy happy, and right now, if Lucy was happy, so were Monty and Marie. Minutes turned to hours, and Lucy was having the laugh of her life with Monty and Marie tagging along, whether they wanted to or not. 
Around midnight, Lucy felt something. It was Marie. She was starting to lose control of her. When Lucy decided to take control too, she didn't know it would push her limits, but it was. It was almost midnight. Mischief night was nearly done. She knew her power was strongest on one night, but she also felt strong enough to play a while longer. But she would have to let one of her puppets go because she didn't have the stamina for this split personality any longer. Lucy sighed and took a small piece of splintered spirit she gave to Marie back to revive her own strength. At just minutes till midnight, Marie was free at last. Completely exhausted from the experience, Marie crashes, falling into a deep sleep. Rest was the, t rest was the ticket, and she had a long rest ahead. Meanwhile, Monty was not released. Feeling renewed strength after leaving Marie's body, Lucy still wanted to play, and of course, Monty had no choice but to comply. At Lucy's command, Monty enjoyed the sounds and shapes of the night landscape, sitting quietly and completely unseen by the neighbors, except when Lucy found something funny. And Lucy seemed to think everything was hilarious. Monty was aware of the laughter and tried to stifle it with only mixed results. He knew that when Lucy was particularly tickled, there wasn't much he could do. So after struggling to keep quiet, Monty decided to return to his indoor haven. This was odd now. Something had changed, thought Monty. He was now aware of himself and Lucy, aware of himself and Lucy both inside him, almost a yin-yang thing, definitely not normal. The calendar had flipped, mischief night was over, and Lucy was becoming increasingly weaker. And, and slowly, Monty was sensing it. Weak might be a strong description. Lucy was far from powerless, but it was a little less in control now. Monty spent the rest of the night doing seemingly mundane things, but Lucy saw things differently. Those mundane tasks were so amazing to her, so she pushed Monty forward in the adventure. As the sun rose on Halloween morning, Marie awakened from her deep sleep, remembered the adventures, and went to check on Monty. He was still busy, still laughing, inhabited with the spirit of Lucy. You need to eat something, said Marie. But Monty wasn't hungry and resisted. Marie pushed, uh, Marie pushed, but Monty and Lucy weren't having this. Even coffee was unappetizing because Lucy was more interested in fun. Sensing Monty was no longer in danger, Marie let Monty play with Lucy all day. She had no idea what was going on, but from her experience, she knew Lucy wouldn't hurt Monty, or so she hoped. For the next 18 hours, Lucy continued to laugh at everything, and as, as the laugh tally built, Lucy was becoming weaker. She had always known that she would have to leave this exciting world at the end of All Hallows' Eve. Demons can't live on All Saints' Day. It's been this way for as long as she remembered, so seize the day as best she could. Day turned to night again, and while, each in, while less in control each second, Lucy didn't give up. After all, these opportunities are one in a million. By my, nightfall, Monty feels in control and is far more involved in his own decision-making, as long as he didn't mind the occasional chuckle from Lucy. As Monty felt Lucy slowly leave his body, questions started to form. Who was Lucy? Where did she come from? When would she leave? So many questions to ask, and as the clock ticked, the time to ask them was short. Lucy, why me, he asked. Because you were there, she answered. Right place, right time. Am I going to be okay? Oh, probably, but I can't be sure. I never stay around for the after party. Are you going to leave? Of course. I must be gone before midnight tonight or I'll perish. That's the rule. Will you come back? Maybe, but it's not easy. 
I much, must touch someone exactly at sundown on mischief night to live again, and that's very rare. This time was the best. I've never had the chance to split before. I think it was fun for me too. Could you answer one more question before you leave? Maybe. Depends on the question, but I'll try. I've never met anyone like you. Who are you? Lucy paused. She had promised try to answer the question, but she knew the question, but she knew the question she'd have to reveal herself. Maybe that could harm her. Do you really need to know that? She asked. Yes, I think I do, Monty replied. That was a very long night we shared. This was weird now. Monty was having a conversation directly with Lucy. He was getting answers. Lucy replied, through the years, I've had many names. Most of them were forgettable, but I've met three lads from Liverpool years ago. They asked the very same question. When I told them my name, they wrote a song about me. Will you do the same? No, sorry, Lucy, I'm not very musical. But if you tell me, I'll write about you. You know, an adventure story. People will know your name. Who are you, Lucy? What's your name? I picked my name from the very prettiest one that anyone has ever called me. It's my absolute favorite. Like I told you, those four in the 60s, I call myself Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Isn't that lovely? Monty's jaw dropped as he sat there processing what he had just learned. The clock struck midnight. He felt something leave his body. Lucy was gone. Based on a true story. <laughs> you know what? That's the scariest part of it. This is actually based on a true story that happened to me just weeks ago. So <laughs> should, should I actually embellish that a little bit and tell them, tell them what happened? Oh, yeah, carry I on. It's a few, so. man. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, it, it started pretty much like the, the real story was. I had ordered a brand new Volcano Hybrid vapor, Vaporizer. Now, when the vaporizer comes, I open the box and I got dosed on LSD. Absolutely. Something was on the vaporizers that when I, re when I reached in there and grabbed the vaporizer or the instruction booklets, I was hit with something and I got sent on a 36 hour long trip. And the wife did get dosed when she came to check on me. She grabbed my hands and started moving things around and started laughing. Uh, but thank you to a lot of the interviews that we've done with a lot of different people who are more psychonaut and the information that they had provided, plus the fact that I have information at Percy's, uh, people that I can actually call and ask questions to. I actually was aware of what had happened to me when it happened. I knew I had been dosed and I knew what to do. And people, uh, people have always said it's what you make out of, out of the, uh, the trip as, as far as, you know, is it good or is it bad? So immediately when I got dosed, I knew I wanted to be happy. I knew I wanted to be fun. And so that's pretty much what Lucy did to me all night. Made me laugh at everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you always hear about these stories about XYZ person uh, touches something and gets dosed. And you think like, oh, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah, life surgery goes through the skin, doesn't it? It, it does. Mm -hmm. uh, there are different ways. I mean, I've talked to, to people that, that actually describe the way to prepare a, 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 sub, a transdermal dose and things like that. So yeah, it's very possible. It's very easy. I don't know whether the vaporizer was contaminated or intentionally dosed. I have no clue. But um, it came directly from the supplier. I've already checked with them. We've had a conversation. Storrs and Bickel has uh, assured me they, they were not involved on it. So all the key players 
on all sides seem to be handling it pretty well. It's the only person that I've not got any reply from is the actual supplier. And uh, they just put radio silent on everybody. So mm -hmm. pretty much yeah. I think we know what we what happened, but yeah, I'm okay though. That's the good news. That is good news. Cause honestly, when you get inadvertently dosed like that, that, that can go either way, honestly. Good. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> like I said, almost yeah. immediately when I was dosed, I started laughing and I knew I was something I got dosed on psychedelics. And I think that was the big key right there. If I wouldn't have known that it probably would have freaked me out and scared me. And then you set the wrong tone and there, there you go. Crazy man. Was. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I can get to the bottom of it. Let us know what happened and find out what the fuck went wrong there. It's crazy shit. Well, man. You, we'll never, I don't think we'll ever know exactly what happened. Uh, I think I think at this point I know as much as I'm ever going to know about this. Blame. But it was interesting, and uh, you know, for your first psychonaut trip, that was not really the way to do it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, can, I can laugh about it now. I'm not angry about it anymore. You know, it's like it's it's gone. It's over. Yeah, I had good times, man. Me and Lucy, we had good times back in the day. Yeah. But it's an intense one, man. And you really have to be ready for that. You need a lot of energy to get through that because it can be intense, man. So, yeah. Well, just like you said, Monday, yeah. 36 hours. Like I've done I've done LSD before. It's usually like 12 hours or whatever, but that's a huge, that's a time commitment. <laughs> it is. And, you know, and I actually had a panic attack going back to the carton and, and actually for like for four days, the vaporizer sat on the coffee table right there and nobody touched it because we were afraid. <laughs> I, don't, I actually I don't had a panic attack. Okay, today's the day. I've got to I've got to take this thing out of this box and and try and clean it and see if I have anything I can use here. And I can remember actually going like I just don't have another three days to, to spend right here. I just can't, you know, hope I don't get dosed again. So but it all turned it all turned out fine, you know, gloves and, and cleaning it according to the internet. You're sending it to me right now, right? That smudge I, I took a photograph of, yeah, I'm sending you that smudge that was on it. Yeah. Yeah, I just take it out. <laughs> lick it, Mac. Yeah. No, I can't even I don't even think I'd be able to do that shit anymore, man. I know I know what it's like, man. I know how hard how much hard work it is to be tripping on acid for thirty fucking hours. <laughs> that's a it's a challenge that i'm not really up to right now it wasn't a challenge oh, i was yeah. up to but i have to admit though for the first 36 hours while you're high it was the best feeling in the world it mm -hmm. was super fun it sucked afterwards you know the recovery um yeah but the high the i, I had a good time i laughed um and after i got through with the recovery and, and the unfortunate sickness that sometimes follows the trip uh, the reset was wonderful. The sky was brighter and uh, bluer and, and the birds singing and the whole thing. And it's just like you started seeing the world from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. again. So, it's beautiful, uh, beautiful experience. Yeah, man. The reset was kind of nice. Uh, what a, wish I could have planned it though. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's, right. the, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, you should have been out. You should have been prepared for that. You should have expected it. You know, it should have been by choice rather than just, oh shit, I'm here now. <laughs> well that's why they always talk about set and setting right mm -hmm. like your mindset and the setting that you're in can really affect your trip so that's why it can be so Ooh, dangerous. Yes. not dangerous but like problematic when you're not expecting it you're getting dosed and that right there is a good halloween subject man it's like what's your most experience scariest experience while under the influence of some kind of chemicals <laughs> you know like pills and and acid and mushrooms maybe you know yeah. what, 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 what scary experiences have you had on the drugs man I had, you know, I had one when I did acid way back in the day where I was so high. You don't do any of you remember like Snoopy? 
Yeah, the, the teacher. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. when I spoke, that's what I heard was the teacher went wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Other people <laughs> speaking. That's also what I heard. And I just remember thinking like, I'm way too fucking high. And it was pretty, it was pretty scary for a few moments because it was mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah. I remember trying to look at the instruction book that when I first got dosed on this thing and, and all I could see was just squiggles. I, I, it just didn't make any sense. I can understand it. It just scrambles your brain, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been pretty lucky, except for that one time that I got chased across an open field full of football players getting chased by a giant orange but other than that everything was pretty good it was like it was it was one of those things like it's it's there for one second and then you're like nah fucking i'm out and so you're running across the field and then you just don't care about anything else you're like no i just need to get my ass away from that and get out of that little area because that's where he was you turn around he's gone and you're like oh sweet i'm good take a few more steps turn around fuck his back no go go put the pace on but other than that pretty been pretty lucky it's always just been fairly good visuals yeah. but that one was about 18 hours and it was a drop straight on the tongue so that probably had something to do with it mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've hallucinated more when i've taken mdma rather than acid i mean acid nice uh geometric not even geometrics but you know the just random things got random movement like my guitar exploded i say exploded but it was just a flash of the of the light shining mm-hmm. onto my guitar caught the corner of my eye I was like what was that flash the vcr was breathing that was one i can mm-hmm. remember right you know oh, no it's just no see i'd be sitting there hyperventilating if the vcr is breathing but but then i, I noticed as it was breathing it was at the same time as my breathing so if it did hyperventilate <laughs> it would have just fucking done it more but you know i've had a feeling like that with like mushrooms where things are mm-hmm. breathing because everything feels like it's alive and it, yeah at those moments it doesn't feel scary yeah, like, mm-hmm. i've never been at the point where i i've been like you know, I've lost control of myself. You know, I can, I can always tell myself, yo, really fucked up on drugs right now. So, you know, chill out if, if shit wasn't going the way I expected. You know, so I've been that lucky. That's why I'd like to try something like DMT, you know, the really strong shit for complete mm. ego death to try and <laughs> mute that, you know, like you blast off into outer space. Yeah, into the next dimension, man. But I think I'm yeah. too old for that yeah. now, you know. <laughs> But I should really try it. ayahuasca or whatever it is. Mm. I don't know if we could do ayahuasca. That's like eight hours of rolling in your own shit in the desert somewhere. I don't fancy that. Ayahuasca is related. Yeah, but with the ayahuasca, you drink it, and it's also yeah. put with another herb as well, and then it takes time to yeah. kick in. And it you, makes it you last can, too, Yeah, like eight hours. Like yeah. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Although it's not going to feel like 15 minutes. It's going to feel like a lifetime, but... yeah. The actual experience is pretty quick. I see. I've heard of people say it felt like a thousand years. They were living a whole, completely whole life out there, and it's only fifteen right. minutes. It's like, yeah. I don't sure think I want to do that. That kind, of, <laughs> that kind of level of of planetary exploration. Mm. No, yeah. It's like that Rick and Morty episode where Morty goes and plays that thing, and he becomes a carpet salesman, lives a whole life in the game, and then dies <laughs> like. Uh, 60 something by crushed by a giant roller carpet or something like that damn maybe that's what this is man you know <laughs> maybe we just wake up after the teacher from being like yo that was fucking crazy man <laughs> uh, just a yeah, bunch of aliens in, sitting around each in other. a dmt trip right now that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. no just, that would be a, a cool one but i don't think we're doing that you know my, we're in a simulation in, in my opinion i've seen today some crazy random tangent 
Some new game that's coming out called Ride 4 or something for the PS5. It's a motorbike game. And it looks real, man. It's yeah. The graphics are so fucking impeccable. I mean, there's a, a point you can tell, oh, that's a game. You know, when it gets too close to the bike or something. And they, they just the, the movement's a little off. It's like the movements and the way the characters in the game uh, like move around. That's what makes you think it's a game more than the graphics fucking so good man so fucking good it was incredible yeah well, apparently because my, my little brother works for a company that um that works on all of the big simulators that do like the flight simulators and things like that and they're currently upgrading everything and he was saying that they're jumping onto unreal engine 5 mm. now unreal engine 5 is the same one i think they're using in ride 4 yeah so it's like proper looks like it, it's just almost visceral yeah. He was saying like some of the stuff that they, they can do with it, like you can fly into cities and have cars driving along. It look, just looks like you're landing a plane in the city sort of thing wow. without that sharp edges and all of that on the buildings and things that, you know, like actually looks proper. So mm. I thought that was pretty cool. It's crazy. I've, shit, put, man. I've, I've put a little, um, put a little note on his file to get me in once they get it all set up so I can have a play on it. Multi-million dollar equipment. Thank you. you know I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck man. And, you know, another 10 oh, no. years. And when that shit's been put into VR. Yeah. Uh, different level. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what these things are. They're like, they, they're like a full cockpit of a, of a jet or a, um, like 737 or whatever set up on massive hydraulic rams in like a, in a big shed. So when you get in and you, it's like you, when you go to take off, it gives you the lift sensation. And when you're doing the turns and everything like that, it gives you that where the, the whole the whole thing moves and it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Up until that's the cool. guy up in the skybox starts throwing hurricanes at you. That's not fun. Yeah. Like Kristoff <laughs> in the Truman show. <laughs> Again. <Yeah>. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but it is that because they can control it all from this top box, right? So if you're inside, they can control throwing things at you like um missiles or whatever coming at you. And so you've then got to react to all of that. Um, and if you've got no idea how to fly a plane, that, that can get a little bit hairy. Yeah. Right. Damn. Um, Stonewolf said, Game, Gamers Tangent, what's everyone's thoughts on Liam, Hem Liam Hemsworth replacing Henry Cavill as Witcher? Uh, mm. Yeah, but random game and tangent from that Gamers Tangent. We have a Minecraft server now, everybody. So if any of you guys out there play Minecraft on PC, Java, Minecraft, I think it is. Trout can explain more over at Percy's if you want to know more. But if you're a patron and you want to come and play some Minecraft with us, let us know and we'll send you the link to the server. We have our own world out there. It's very cool. I do like you know, the whole Minecraft server thing. But um, we've got some of these cool two-sentence horror stories. I saw I saw one of these specifically where it was like, oh, that's a good one. Because, you know, some of them are okay, but some of them are like really good. Just in two sentences, people can really fuck with your mind, man. <laughs> this one is called uh, Sibling Horror Dilemma. Says, my sister says that mommy killed her. Mommy says that I don't have a sister. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> say, it's like, oh, dark, man. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, now I've I have finally gotten through all of these things. So once you've finished your two words, really two sentence stories, we can jump in and I can give this other one a crack for you. Yeah, man, we can go through that, and people in chat can go and have a, a look online if they like, or if they know any two sentence horror stories. 
and drop them in the chat and we'll read them out in a bit more. After the three-word story, we'll see what the fuck is going on with that. Good luck, Bulwark. Yeah. I know this is going to be a mission. <clears throat> All right, so, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to start with a disclaimer. I've only written one, three, three words in this of mine. The rest, majority, comes from uh, Billy Bond. So thanks for... Or your input from there, the collective minds <laughs> at Percy's. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best, but it's going, I'm going to sound uh, a little bit strange because I, I didn't go through and try and put this into sentences. I just left it as it is. So this is straight off the forum. Um, all right. So high on homegrown was being edited by a gimp with no hands using just his tongue and nose to type shit but lurking just below the waistline was an aardvark with an incredible Hulk-coloured hat, a large red and purple-assed baboon called Bubble Buds. Below, pressed delete with a fierce werewolf took a shit of about the of pure <laughs> THC. It smelled of fermented horse urine. Suddenly, it popped Claire's smile, widened. She knew it was about to, it was about to some bomb bud got jizzed out of a giant Frankenstein-looking monster. Upon request of a masked gimp who gave direct orders to stop giving candy to the tweakers that stay up for too many moons, Daphne counted trichomes under Sherlock's scrotum lived a troll with anal beads, bright and red. How in the wizard sleeve of the biggest joints in the universe, the pumpkin exploded in a fiery outburst of excitement, left a stain greasier than Kermit, but smelled similar, sense-destroying reconsidered Miss Piggy's butt cheeks and anus. As it, <laughs> as it was way too crackled. The tightly pulled goblet of growth grew quite enormous. Hunting laughter, laughter echoed down the crevice. An eerie shiver of the timbers felt fear, uh, thought the townsfolk, who will tame Percy's ghost of the white widow, stole three minnows while tripping balls, chocolate salty balls. Again, it hollered. I see visions of horrific Mackie in a Mario world, jumping for the mushroom and eating it. It made him feel better than Mario ever imagined. Suddenly, he realised his world was pickled carrots and gimps in masks holding down enormous blunts filled with sticky toffee resin, which tastes like burnt pubic hair and wood ash. Good street weed, screamed Mario, and his pet skunk giggling away as Bubble Hock sucked on a tasty scampi and fried drop bear. It bites back through smelly fingers. It had rabies, mycelium-like fur foaming with anger. It bit Marge, so made brownies, but they laughed with evil laughter as they watched the ganja gods with eyes red. TG entered the vast gaping chasm, found nothing but the devil himself taking stoner's souls. 8,472 seeds, ready root deep evergreens, he loudly commanded, grow your own as proficients for seas or suffer you will the parish, the tides of illegal cannabis ended the world. Rejoiced and burned down all government and corrupt employees was no more. The bong is the way forward. Through life's haze, we assimilate and get high on homegrown. Without fail, they wandered into an Eden like the land of cannabis and smoked to the end of the fucking road. Is what sign led the way a dead end wasn't an option. So they jumped around in circles while singing Kumbaya. A light appeared, then it disappeared standing with a big neon light into a tunnel. Stoned zombie stumbled forward, then grabbed my yogurt. I danced like a baby giraffe to the sound of acid house. I stopped dancing, 
the music distorted, sparked my joint, then they appeared. Wanting a hit, but its size was incredibly gigantic, till someone bogoted the galaxy bomb. Deep move, said a shadowy figure, with the face of Tommy Chong tattoos across its backside, was exit as they ran to the exit. However, it vanished. No, I cried, fucking motherfuckers. I'll be back with something to blast away out of this gaping, unfathomable abyss. My portal gun malfunctioned. Warning, warning. I stepped through, feeling slightly nauseous and very high. Temple grower waves hello. We wave back Barbie dolls. Fell Canada, the promised baggie arrives. Hello is the heaven they asked while I puffed away and stroked my well-oiled pipe. A genie emerged. Stroking the genie pissed him off, but he didn't stop. He just glared at me. The genie turned my dress green and my panties tie-dye with strange runes and started kissing me. Derek smiled as his dog licked a doggy ice cream and shat all. And my balls are burning like Joan of Arc with ruby dogs. No, his dog, well, no ice anywhere, he cried as the balls sizzle like salty chocolate milk. Will save trick or treaters from the heat until they decided I was wrong. THC sea levels dropping, turning into a bat, flying around Congress. Suddenly, Ozzy Osbourne found new hunger. Chomp, chomp, chomp. The Shane McGowan come flying in. Shane and Ozzy show their teeth and begin fighting, topless pillow fighting, both mumbling incoherently. Marge joined in with large brownies, waking and baking lunchtime, she yelled. Hungry and savage, they decided to have tea and to sing, sing a song about Biden, sniffing chopped up carrots. Claire's mind wandered. Their bum smelled hideously, perpetuating cycle. Then, a, then all of a sudden, a magic mushroom shitter zombie that was attacking a hairy ape or jizz monkey. Animal control responded and everyone smoked weed, screaming, happy Halloween. What about Claire, Stoody and Bubblehop, thought Billy the Bellend. And that is the three-word story. That was beautiful. Oh. Good twist at the end there. Oh. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. No. But anyone yeah. could like, summarize that in like one sentence. <laughs> Shona said, great job, Bubahawk. That's a top read. And now you're probably on a list in some government office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how you read that without laughing. <laughs> I try. I, I'm sitting there and I'm reading it. And some of the things I'm reading going on, oh, no. No, because I've like I've just I've gone through the, the whole twenty eight pages and just put it word for word as it went. Right. Um, so not bad. It actually came together quite well. There was a few bits in there that that were quite good, and then it kind of segued a little bit. Um, that was when Billy was more online that particular morning. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like three pages of just Billy responding bell ends and and dick this and poo that. So <laughs> that's fine. We're stoners. We appreciate it all. <laughs> crazy man but that was very good everybody you are all such wordsmith very nice very nice and well Thanks, done guys. to bubba hut for reading that madness yes you're welcome we I should did, start the uh the the christmas story anytime soon <laughs> oh, if you start it now it's gonna be like 100 pages maybe we'll yeah, be no, doing like do one that. comment <laughs> per day that would that would be uh that would be the best way you can't just spam it you know one comment every day with three words yeah, mm. that might keep it in control a little bit mm -hmm. and keep it Christmassy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so what, what, did anybody put any of them two word stories up 
It's well, if two not, words, I can just two sentence. two sentence of a story. Uh, two word story. That end. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she screamed. There Pol- you go. We're done. Police right. outside. <laughs> there you go. Police inside. You know. <laughs> well, that's a scary story. The sequel. No, no weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> terrifying. Really. Uh, oh, Billy's one's good. Did you see that one? Uh, Yesterday I wrote the number sixty nine on my wrist as a joke. Today it's sixty eight, and now it's not washing off. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was ticking away there, thinking, what does he mean by all this? There's some good ones, man. Uh, you hear your mum calling you you in the kitchen, and as you're heading down the stairs, you hear a whisper from the closet saying, "Don't go down there, honey. I heard it too." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have here there's so many yeah, people get creative with this shit you know uh, I can't move breathe speak or hear and it's so dark all the time if I knew it would be this lonely I would have been cremated instead that's just creepy I'm saying <laughs> I awoke to the sound of a baby monitor crackling with a voice comforting my firstborn child. As I adjusted to a new position, my arm brushed against my my wife, sleeping next to me. Mm. So you got a nanny or what, bro? Yeah. (laughs) Could have been anything. (laughs) Uh, Left the TV on. Man, there was a good good few stories that I checked out as well, one of them being the hitchhiker. It was like this whole radio play thing that they, like back in the day, and the before TV was really out, they used to do plays on the radio and read things out, short stories and shit, which was very cool. Well, that was well like presented. radio, radio theater. Yeah, that's right, Marjorie. Yeah, that's what they were, that's yeah. what they were calling it. Radio theater, yeah. and they'd have all the voices and the sound effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to read out one of the stories, but you know, I couldn't do the woman voice. It really just oh, sounded dodgy. Can... I'm sure you can pull it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, see? <laughs> I don't want to do that. It just sound like a fucking knob. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, some cool shit, man. I'll check out more of them at some point and listen to them. They're very cool. I, like... I used to listen to a lot of those when my kids were young, too, because they had like the Chronicles of Narnia on the audio radio theater CD set. Oh, way. oh back wow. Days, but... It was really well done, and they listened to like the entire Chronicles of Narnia on this whole radio theater thing. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. That's another that that's another one attack from Mars, or um, it was War of the Worlds. And dun, originally, dun, dun. when they yeah, the, the story goes that originally when they played that, people freaked the fuck out, and they were like because they it was a story. Yeah, they didn't warn anything; just come across as that news article. If you've ever listened right. to it, it back back then, if you were hearing that. I would have been packing my shit like, no, well, I'm out. That's it. I thought I had heard that at the very beginning of, of the broadcast, it was announced, but people that didn't hear the very, very beginning didn't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I don't deals. know. It, it, it gets a bit sus when it's like the chances of anything coming from Mars. Uh, well, <laughs> so, I don't yeah. think that was yeah. not the original Mac. <laughs> oh, was it not? What was the original then? <laughs> no, Jeff Wayne did not do that original. No. Okay. No, I don't know what like, the original was, is then. It was literally like someone reading a radio broadcast. A, yeah, it was a, a radio story. 
Yeah, but they were like, yeah, it was, just, it was like a news flash story that had come across. And then they made some shit musical that. out of it. Yeah, that yeah added, the original, added some the original just... definitely did not have any like show tunes to go with it. Oh no, no, <laughs> it was it was done to to imitate a news newscast, you know, like just like a you know story. But Fucking, that's a bit irresponsible. Evidently, so well done that everybody believed it. Oh yeah, of course yeah, you don't was, expect to hear really that on the radio, well dear. God damn. <laughs> Even if they and did that out. now, we'd, we'd all be freaking out. I'm just thinking that you know how many people that you know. Don't know if uh, you don't know history is bound to repeat itself if you don't know history. One of those deals. So people that have not heard of the, the war on the worlds, if you repeated it now on social media, how many people would be believing this? Well, well probably a few. Yeah, they've had the movies yeah. and shit though, haven't they? So it's still recent in like the uh, in That's the media. True. The movies have been out, so it is mm. frequent in the media. It's but, kept alive. Mm. Mm. How long ago did the movie come out though? People have short memories these days. Yeah, very true. Oh, the Tom uh, the Tom Cruise one wasn't. I mean, it was a while back, but you know, they've they've had it out in movie form three or three times that I'm aware of. Oh, um, wow! One was animated in, in two live actions. Uh, oh. Namagan there said Aldous Huxley for some reason. I'm not sure why, but he had a couple of good books. He had The Doors of Perception, where he took mescaline oh. and documented the whole experience. That's a, it's a good one, man. It talks about how the tr- the creases in his trousers are coming to life and expressing colours that he's never seen before. It's a good book. Yeah, I read that years ago too. Mm. He's written quite a few good books. But... Yeah, yeah, but Brave New World, man. Yes. That is the shit right there. That you gotta check that out. If you haven't read Brave New World before. It's not a long book, isn't it? It's you know only gonna take you a few days to read really. Yeah, it's pretty short, but people would say that our world is turning more into Brave New World versus 1984 because mm-hmm. it's always a comparison, like for brothers watching and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, we're we're leaning more towards the Brave New World than yep, sure. the other. That was good TV, man. Well, not TV; it was a good book. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> entertainment. I, I like that book. It's been a while since I read that. Could do it again sometime soon. The ghost just entered the room. It's the ghost. <laughs> yeah we have another one from phil as well you should play this this second story from phil i think yeah, again it's only a couple of minutes long we, we get to hear what phil's saying is turn his volume on here right we'll be back in about two minutes here's phil i've never really been afraid of the paranormal but this one startled me a little bit When my girlfriend and I first started dating just after high school, we didn't have a lot of money. So we'd go out, get some cheap fast food, and go to our favorite spot on the bay and listen to live bands at Humphreys. Our favorite place was a romantic dock. It overlooked the water and had a three-foot railing and wood benching that surrounded it. You could see all the way down a 30-foot walkway just in case somebody showed up. The first time strange things started to happen, I thought it was just a natural wind or maybe the rocks almost hitting us came off the roof or something. Until one time we saw a plastic bag blowing down, tumbling down the walkway in the air between the two buildings with no wind. I stood up to grab it and went all the way back down in reverse. I then heard the sound at the window. As I turned, 
Looking into it, a smoky figure started to appear. It came closer to the glass, looking straight at me. I called out to my girlfriend, still looking at it, looking at me, and she yelled, What is it? And it slowly dissipated. I told her to run. We got into our cars, never to return. That building is torn down now, and it was made into a small kid's park in a parking lot. But I still won't go near it. There we go, everybody. Thanks, Phil. Nice. Some good stories from Phil this year. Thank you very kindly. That's all the ghost stories we have from Phil. So thanks, Phil. There's some good shit, man. Some good shit. You should do a longer one for us next year or something. That'd be sweet. I like the way he's put the music in the background there and, you know, and he, he puts the right voice on to tell right, the ghost story. That's some production story. value. That's some production right. value. Yeah, man. Good work, bro. Good work. So, Marjorie, you have a poem for us. A Halloween I poem. Do. It is a spooky poem. Do you want and to? It, you want to? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes, that was a, a spooky poem that I will read to you all. This was a favorite at one point amongst some people that I knew. So it's called The Visitor by Ian Sorelier. A crumbling churchyard, the sea and the moon, the waves had gouged their grave and bone. A man was walking late and alone. He saw a skeleton on the ground, a ring on a bony finger he found. He ran home to his wife and gave her the ring. Oh, where did you get it? He said, not a thing. It's the loveliest ring in the world, she said. As it glowed on her finger, they slipped off to bed. At midnight, they woke in the dark outside. Give me my ring, a chill voice cried. What was that, William? What did it say? Don't worry, my dear, it'll soon go away. I'm coming. A skeleton opened the door. Give me my ring. It was crossing the floor. What was that, William? What did it say? Don't worry, my dear. It'll soon go away. I'm reaching you now. I'm climbing the bed. The wife pulled the sheet right over her head. It was torn from her grasp and tossed in the air. I'll drag you out of bed by the hair. What was that, William? What did it say? Throw the ring through the window. Throw it away. She threw it. The skeleton, skeleton leapt from the sill, scooped up the ring and clattered downhill. Fainter and fainter. And then all was still. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so don't pick any rings off of skeletons that you find along the ground. Mm. That's the point of this uh, poem. But if you find a skeleton along the ground, maybe <laughs> yeah, contact yeah. the authorities. Yeah, no, Might be an idea first. Don't touch it. Please don't yeah. touch it. <laughs> don't take the rings first and then go, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, because you don't know what will happen. But just don't do it on Halloween or something. You'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. Find its keepers, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but then you never know what might happen. You'll have a skeleton coming after you. Oh man, there was maybe a... you might make a new friend. That's the other look. I mean, I think we don't we don't hear the good side of that often enough. That is you know, true. We hear all this spooky stuff. You you know, you you may make a lifetime friend. An alternative ending to the story. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. he's a skeleton, it doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Right. What have happened? What would have happened if she'd handed the skeleton the ring and not tossed it out the window? You know, and give him, give him a blanket or something. It's got to be cold. Yeah. yeah. No, there you go. 
just well, wasn't very kind to the poor guy. They stole his ring and shit. Going on like he's the bad guy and that. Uh, yeah, they they need to check probably... themselves, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's probably from his wife or something. You feeding bastards. And like William, yeah, imagine you're just like scavenging jewelry for your wife. Like I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You'd sell it, wouldn't you? You would be like, yeah, I love. I got you a ring. Right. Yeah, that's that's not cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm currently getting weather updates from uh, Weed Viking because he's he's out west of me, so he's like, oh, I'm watching the second wall cloud coming in on storm number two now, and I haven't even had number one yet, but I am uh, watching this come through, and it's not looking um, fantastic. I'll say that. Damn. So if I disappear, um, and there's like a loud crack pop sizzle, you know what's happened. Yeah, we'll have to find a new a new moderator and new paddle member. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be openings. What, um... Poor Bubble got zapped by. <laughs> what do you call it? You gotta have some crazy name out in Australia. You know, you can't even call koalas koalas, man. They have to be drop bears and shit. <laughs> no ropes. No ropes. What? What do we call storms? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yep, storms. <laughs> oh really just like that <laughs> what <laughs> yeah big black cloud go boom um no we don't don't really have anything yeah, for them coming in well we, you know what we, we do call them pains in the ass because they they rarely rarely come when you want them and when they are here they just yeah gully rakers there you go that's a good one i like that one yeah see i knew you'd have Shit some weather. kind of name there you go just really yeah, well, there you go. Well, Weed, Weed, Weed Viking calls him that. Uh, two yeah, cents. I, I like story Gully Rakers. Is, uh, she asked why I was breathing so heavily. I wasn't. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, it sends uh, shivers down my spine if, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there all on my own. The next minute I just hear, shh, 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 in your ear, you'd be like, no, no, <laughs> I'm out. That's it. <clears throat> what are we? <clears throat> pardon me. What are we all smoking on, by the way? Uh, I've been on CBD cream and cheese. I have very tasty. Northern Lights haze. Nice, Marge. So just... Nice. That your own, your own Northern Lights. It is, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mostly edibles right now, but a little bit of hash. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna turn this Doctor Dabba switch on and get into some. Um, what is it? Uh, CKA rosin that I have pressed and decarved and very tasty. Sorry, I was just wondering what everyone else was enjoying while I'm looking at some of this lovely rosin. The grinning face stared at me from the darkness beyond my bedroom window. I live on the 14th floor. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Something that's so dramatic, you know, so dramatic. Uh, you're just, you know, trying to read them and decide which ones are the good ones. This is a classic. I'm sure everybody's heard this one before. There is nothing like the laughter of a baby unless it's 1am and you're home alone. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It's always, <laughs> always some little child like giggling, mm-hmm. and you've got, you know, there's not, not a kid been in the house for 20 years or something. Like, ah, oh, no. It's been watching me for hours now. Sometimes I catch glimpses of its reflection on the computer screen, but I dare not turn around. 
dun, dun, dun. Where are you getting these from? Is this just two sentence horror yeah, it's two stories? Sentence, it... Two sentence horror stories. It's called unboardpanda.com is the one I'm looking at. There's like 50 of them here or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're just Ooh, quick. Yeah, there's some heaps. Yeah, yeah, there's shitloads of them, man. Some of them are good. A lot of them are not. <laughs> <laughs> they delivered the mannequins in bubble wrap. In bubble wrap. From the main room, I begin to hear popping. Ooh. Ooh the mannequins come to life. It's like Toy Story. And Jeffrey Dahmer Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that shit in Jeffrey Dahmer? Is it? Yeah, Monkey has it. You guys haven't seen it, so. Some people have, no. but you know. He has a yeah. mannequin friend. Yeah, interesting. Does he? Yeah. Um, the operation was successful in the traditional sense since my sight didn't return, but it left me with the ability to distinguish heat signatures at least. That is a long sentence, by the way. Three weeks <laughs> have passed and I'm still not sure how to politely ask my best friend why he's room temperature. Hmm. <laughs> mm. There's some, yeah, there's some really good ones. What's that? Uh, there was one here. Where was it? Um, growing up with cats and dogs, I got used to the sound of scratching at my door while I slept. Now that I live alone, it is much more unsettling. <laughs> you got to do, do the noise at the oh, end. You have to do that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. my bad. All right, all right, hold on. What else have we got here? <laughs> you start to drift into a comfortable sleep when you hear your name being whispered you live alone <laughs> it does that's what adds it yeah that's definitely what adds it that's the last sentence <laughs> so, have you seen the dramatic hamster have you seen that shit I'm sure everybody's yeah. seen dramatic hamster video. <laughs> you know, the hamster just turns around. It's like, diddy. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the full video? Cause it's the, whoever's like taking that video startles it. And it like jumps up into the corner and turns around with that shock <laughs> horror look on its face. It's <laughs> <No>. so good. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. yeah. That's where, that's where that, um, that came from was the, that little video, the little short video. Oh, sure enough, you will love it, mate. It's really, really nice. Got a nice little kick to it too. It's not too heavy, um, but it stinks. So be prepared for that when you go to start trimming. The whole house will smell. He's on the CKA as well, so his will be harvested next week. So Here's one. It's not two sentences. This is just a short one. Uh, last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local music bar. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low raspy giggle and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave it up to a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand, right where I left it. <laughs> These are not two sentence stories. Oh, that one wasn't. Yeah, that, that one was a different page. Okay. I've read through loads trying to think of a, a good one to do, but it's just none of them like were really scary. 
you're not a, a bit lame really it's a bit timid yeah uh, not, not timid that's not the right word i'm looking for you're tame that's what they're all pretty tame okay here we go they say you eat seven spiders a year in your sleep they never say anything about the thing that feeds them to you thanks for that oh right. this one's uh from buffalo bill you can tell the longer i wore it uh, the longer i wore it the more it grew on me she had such pretty skin <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Damn. yeah man still uh, cool ones please, out there <laughs> here we go. please put him back i whimpered to my husband i know you're struggling but you can't keep tucking him into his cot please go and rebury him Dun, dun, yeah. dun. That one's a bit more fucked up than anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like yeah, reading it. Not that one. I mean, the one I just read. I was like reading it. I had to read it a couple of times to try and make sense of it. Like, what does this one even mean? That was crap. I'm not even going to waste everybody's time with that one, motherfuckers. Yeah. The last man on earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock at the door. But it could have just been a dog, you know? Dog knocking. knocking on the door. Hey, yo, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so there we go. That's some two sentence horror stories for you, everybody. Yeah, mom. Mom calls me every night to say good night. She's been dead for two years. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we should wrap this shit up then and go and see you all over at Percy's for the pumpkin carving competition tomorrow oh yes get on it everybody enter your pumpkins uh billy just chance to win an hlg blackbird Mm -mm. beautiful beautiful light yeah that's there and hlg equality kits can confirm really really (laughs) nice they put out the lumens huh either way you want to put it photons yeah yeah, little little collapsed suns that you can hang from the roof of your tent. Nice. Yeah, Billy had a quick two-sentence horror story there. My brother and I sit down with the Ouija board, and we both place our hands on the planchette. He says, Cole, are you here with me? And I move the planchette to yes. Crazy. <laughs> yes, man. Nice. It's, I like Halloween. Uh, I definitely like Halloween a lot more than Christmas. So it's going to be a nice, fun day tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll get to get a decent carving, uh, pumpkin carved, and all that shit. That would be uh-huh. sweet. Uh, for, uh, sorry, football. I was going to say for all of you here in Australia that are currently enjoying Halloween, because it is the 31st of the 10th here, um, make sure your eggs are hard boiled before you throw them. And uh, <laughs> make sure you leave some toilet paper for everybody that. Uh, wants to throw around themselves and uh, check your chocolates make sure there's no edibles in them or doom that's the other thing yeah i saw the other day apparently people are putting doom in candy bars so watch out for that and don't forget the old razor blades in the in the candy apples now yeah people do that too right i've never never i mean i've heard these stories all my life yeah i've never seen it ever ever no confirmed never never actually happened no I'm not putting any edibles out for any kids because they're all for me. 
That's right. Yeah. Exactly. I worked hard to do that, get that stuff. I remember that exactly. shit back in the day. People would be like, that weed's laced with cocaine. It's like, like yeah. is it? You Am really I waste my good cocaine? Yeah. No. Am I going to fucking yeah. gram of weed? <laughs> I mean, and that's why I couldn't hardly believe that somebody would dose up the vaporizer and send it to me. It's like, you're wasted your, your, your acid on me? Mm. I don't even know who I am. Damn. Yeah, when you realize how expensive that stuff is, when you um, you, you kind of realize that all of those, it's very rare someone's going to do that unless they just don't like their neighbors. I don't know exactly what happened. Like I said, it probably was a contamination issue or something like that, but who mm. knows? What's, but, yeah. What are the suppliers doing when that's the contamination? I that ends up on don't the know. But the, <laughs> yeah, that's they, a question. <laughs> no, they aren't replying to anybody and they, you know, hey, whatever. But anyway, now I've, I've heard the stories about all this tainted Halloween stuff like that. I've never seen anything to confirm it. And I think the only articles I've ever seen on it were like hoax kind of things that they confirmed mm -hmm. later on. Yeah. Somebody would do it just to say, hey, look, it's real. Them same people say one cannabis will kill you. Yeah, one, yes. one cannabis will. Yes. One cannabis. I don't know what that measurement is, though. You know? Yeah. As we yeah, well know that the lethal dose is 1,200 pounds. So maybe that's it. You know, half a metric ton of cannabis will kill you if you smoke it within an hour. Or if it falls on you. Yeah. That, that's you more likely <laughs> to more die likely, that yeah. way than smoking it. <laughs> more Maybe likely. Cannabis falls on you and you die. Yeah. Or if you get police knocking your doorway, you're in possession of it. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, that's that's another point. Oh, I am glad that <laughs> I, I am glad that you came out of it okay, monkey. And I do apologize for the um oh, for no, the, the mass mass mem dumping. Was... But I did. <laughs> it was funny though, man. Yeah, um, Bubble Hawk. I went up to to uh, di the Discord server, and he was just waking up, and you know, I explained to him what had happened, and he's like, "Okay, we can fix this." And so he started dropping memes at me, and it was just like I could not <laughs> stop laughing. Is one after the other's rapid fire memes, and I was just sitting there just laughing constantly, just kind of keep rolling with it though. But uh, that's what you have to do, you know, make mm -hmm. the best out of what you got. You. Well, kept you on the high. That's the point. You want to try and keep you in the fun, in the fun high. The last thing you want is to be coming down when you got no one to talk to, and you're like, no. no. I mean, that's what the psychonauts always said. It's what you make out of it. So if you stay happy, you'll, you'll have a good trip. So mm -hmm. that's what I was telling myself. This we're gonna have fun tonight. Okay, let's do this. Good times. Mm. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, I had my adventure. I'm done with it. Breach asked if there's a seed giveaway for October. There has been one from Weed Seed Express throughout the whole uh throughout the whole month of October. Go and check that out mm -hmm. in the known users section. So yeah, it's been fun everybody. Let's wrap this shit up and let everybody go and enjoy the rest of their night and we'll get, uh, don't forget to download the interview on Wednesday and on Friday because there'll be two interviews this week. The one Peel Girl Guides on Friday and obviously no cannabis news on Monday because we've done the Halloween show instead. But back to normal schedule next week. You know how it goes, everybody. So we'll catch you then. It's been, yes. it's been nice, fun. It's been scary. And there we go, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us for this Halloween special. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it didn't freak you out too much with the two sentence horror stories and shit like that. But it's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. Just a chill out Halloween session. I hope you have a good Halloween and we're back to the normal schedule next week with the cannabis news, the interviews and the grow guides. So we'll see you then. There's going to be two interviews this week, one on Wednesday and one on Friday. So stay tuned for them as well. So you're still going to get three episodes this week. Halloween special and two interviews and we'll resume the normal schedule on Monday next week. So 
Thanks as always for downloading the show. Thanks for listening. And it would be awesome if we could see you over at percysgrowroom.com to get involved in some of the competitions that we have going on over there. But as usual, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. We'll catch you on the next one. Share if you can, but of course, don't if you're going to get yourself into any trouble by sharing a cannabis podcast. But have fun. Enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you on Sunday for the next show. Goodbye, everybody. Stay high. Stay safe. Stay safe.